Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Kathleen Marple-Kalb, and here are today's top local stories. Last night, city officials urged New Yorkers to prepare for the possible flooding. A strong message from OEM Commissioner Zach Eiskell. One specific area of concern we are actively addressing is the safety of our residents in basement apartments. These spaces are uniquely vulnerable to flooding, and we are taking this issue very seriously. If you find yourself in a dangerous, dangerous situation in a basement apartment, uh, please call, leave, and call 911 immediately. Governor Hochul urging people to be careful, pointing to the risk of flash floods in the city, Long Island, Hudson Valley, and other areas. She says state agencies are prepared and ready to help local governments as needed. It's assault and weapons charges for a Manhattan man and an attack on a bicyclist in Central Park. 59-year-old Angelo DeGuercio of Manhattan accused of beating the 66-year-old British woman in the head with a baton after she rode past him in the park. This happened Thursday afternoon in West 96th Street. Police say DeGuercio yelled at the woman, hit her in the head, and when her daughter confronted him, he ran off. The daughter got cell phone pics. Police distributed them to the media. The victim was taken to Mount Sinai in stable condition with a head laceration. DeGuercio arrested yesterday. A 16-year-old girl was shot near a Brooklyn high school yesterday afternoon. NYPD Chief of Patrol John Chell says she was walking along Avenue M in Midwood near East 16th Street around noon when she was hit, grazed in the ankle, expected to recover. She's, uh, she was at nearby the Edward R. Murrow High School. Police have arrested 21-year-old Javian Johnson of Brooklyn in that attack and charged him with attempted murder. The girl was not believed to be the target. It's on to Colombia for Mayor Adams, who continues his four-day Central America trip on the migrant crisis. He'll visit Bogota and the Darien Gap today. Yesterday, he was in Ecuador meeting with migrant families. The Post reports he did not explicitly tell them not to come here. went over their plan and how this is impacting here in this country. Meantime, a group of council members has proposed a bill that would block the mayor from rolling back the universal right-to-shelter policy and setting 30- or 60-day limits. Councilors describe his move as cruel and inhumane. Also today, word that more than a dozen migrants are dead, dozens more hurt after a bus overturned on the way to the U.S.-Mexico border. His honor will give a news conference after visiting the Darien Gap and then return to the city. That was not meth at a city migrant shelter earlier this week. NYPD telling the Post a pound of white powder found in a Staten Island site was nothing more than Epsom salts. Happened Wednesday, a hotel employee found the powder in a black bag and authorities initially identified it as a drug. The NYCLU is taking legal action to access patterns of misconduct from the state police. The New York Civil Liberties Union has been working on more transparency from police departments throughout the state, including the state police. Attorney Bobby Hodgson says records that have been turned over aren't transparent enough. So the vast majority of the records we got just had these redactions that prevented us from seeing if, for example, uh, an officer had 60 unsubstantiated complaints next to their name or two. Hodgson says his organization is looking to examine patterns of misconduct. Lawsuits have been filed against Nassau and Suffolk counties, the city of Yonkers, and others. Juliet Papa, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM. Indigenous Peoples Day weekend begins today on Randall's Island, a three-day celebration of culture and survival and a remembrance. Cliff Matias is the director of the event. Every time an Indigenous person has an opportunity to dance, to sing, to know their traditions, to know their culture, um, that's an amazing feat considering the attempted genocide of us as a people. Attendees this year include Indigenous tribal leaders, Indigenous UFC fighters, and Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. The event also includes a Monday morning sunrise ceremony to celebrate life and honor those who've perished. 
A deadly end to an MTA bus ride home from school for a 13-year-old boy on Staten Island. It happened around 2.30 on the bus at Highland Boulevard and Littlefield Avenue. At least two teens were arguing, says Chief of Patrol John Chell. A knife is produced and gang signs were being shown back and forth. The 13-year-old was stabbed. Police say the stabber then ran off the bus about three blocks. Three people, including a retired NYPD sergeant, caught up with the teen who was later arrested. Anthony Assemplar lives nearby. So I told my wife, lock the door. I told my two neighbors, lock the doors. I'll go check it out. And I came up the block. And as I'm coming up the block, I'm seeing the kids running off the bus and a cop car flying into the gas station. The MTA says the bus driver did his job and is broken up. Mac Rosenberg, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM at police headquarters. Two Midtown high schools went into lockdown yesterday after a report of a gun being brought into one. NYPD Chief of Patrol John Chell says authorities looked into a tip about the high school for environmental studies. When they do the reverse scanning, they ultimately find a firearm we're looking for. Then they find a second firearm on a different student. And they find an imitation pistol on a third student. This, on the same day, two students at Independence High School were taken into custody after police recovered weapons there. No shots fired, no one hurt. City School Safety posted on X that students are safe, they thank parents for their patience, and praise safety agents. Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.